Welcome to Snowmobile Sessions Live on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms. It's the number one destination to learn about snowmobiling, network with other sledders, and have an awesome time doing it. We'll meet other snowmobilers that share your passion and show your fan photos along the way. Snowmobile Sessions Live. Enjoy the ride. This episode of Snowmobile Sessions Live is brought to you by Energy Power Sports. They're Oakville's full-line BRP dealer with sales and service to all BRP models and so much more. Energy Power Sports always has the fun in store with a wide selection of clothing, parts, and accessories for all your power sports passions. Make Energy Power Sports your source for Can-Am off-road ATV and side-by-sides. Can-Am on-road Riker and Spider, including the sporty F3S. Sea-Doo watercraft and switch pontoon boats and Alumacraft fishing boats powered by Mercury Marine. Put yourself on a Manitou pontoon or a widescape stand-up snowmobile. Energy Power Sports is the home for Lynx and Ski-Doo snowmobiles for the entire family. Do you feel the energy? Energy Power Sports. 879 Cranberry Court, Oakville, Ontario. Or online, energypowersports.ca. Well, well, well. Good evening, everybody, and good evening. We have Mylene here from Follow Her North. How are you doing, Mylene? Hi, I'm pretty good. You? Excellent, excellent. Um, for all of uh, of the fans that may not have heard of you before, um, tell me a bit about what is Follow Her North. Why are we following you? <laughs> I <think> so, <laughs> and um, where where are we following you? I guess North, right? That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, Follow Her North is the business I created two years ago. Um, my father was guiding when I was younger by snowmobile. He started the year I was born, actually, in 2003. And I grew up just like doing everything outdoors and wanting to make it my job. So that's how Follow Her North was born. I decided I just wanted to make an Instagram account uh, to share my adventures and then uh, it kind of transitioned into a business, and um, I'm guiding uh, snowmobile trips to James Bay. So from I'm from Hearst, so we're uh, leaving from Hearst all the way to James Bay. And uh, that's what my dad used to do in 2003. He had his uh, own uh, business, which was Wilderness Guided Tours. And then he kind of, this year, he kind of just uh, gave me his business. So now we're doing it together. He's guiding for me, and... We have a, a few trips left, actually, leaving tomorrow. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, for Mussini. That's great. And so what's the legend for – we have a lot of uh, viewers from the USA. Tell us about the legend of James Bay. What's it best known for? Um, well, James Bay is really known for the fur trading. So the um, river we're traveling on. So it, all our trips are backcountry and off-trail. So uh, we do a few trips by the power line, um, but we also, our main trips are by the rivers and the river we take is the Mississippi River. So it crosses Ontario. So this river was really popular for uh, when the voyagers were trading fur and the river crosses Ontario. So it was a really known route and uh, Moosini and Moose Factory had trading uh, posts. And there's actually 
there was one in Thunder House Falls, which is a canyon that we see on our way there. It's pretty amazing. Look out. Uh, it's a once in a lifetime like that you get to see that. It's I, yeah. I go there a lot, but uh, for people traveling up north, it's like uh, the highlight. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's really huge in the Hudson's Bay Company, which everybody in the world's yeah. heard of. That was their main route, was it not? Is uh, yeah. James Bay and that uh, that river you spoke of? Yeah, that's excellent. It, there's a uh, like gravestones along the way. Um, there's a graveyard in Matais where there's like ancestors uh, there. It's uh, yeah, it has this river has a lot of history and it's pretty to, special to travel on. That's summer weird. and winter so i paddle i do a lot of canoeing and uh i have a big big uh canoe with a motor so uh i travel a lot on the rivers uh, by that way too so that's pretty cool yeah and, and do you mind if i ask how how young you are like you you seem very young like uh, you seem well versed and knowledgeable and uh, yeah. but you have you know i'm 19 <laughs> yeah wow good for yeah. you that's yeah. pretty amazing yeah. Well, when you're following your passion, it just like it drives you, and that's the reason you wake up in the morning, and like it gives you energy. I don't know. I just love what I do. Oh yeah, I can I tell. Mean, like, laughing like, the whole way. <laughs> you are for a job is like the dream job. No. <laughs> oh, absolutely right, and especially you can do it year round. True. Yeah. You know, and uh, for people watching at home, uh, Neil Owen is uh, is one of your big fans, and he's yeah. the reason why you and I got in touch. And and uh, when I checked out your website, I went, "Whoa, this is crazy! What you've been involved in." And and I was expecting someone, you know, with a lot more years under their belt. But then you read your history and your father, and and it's like, "Wow, this is this is such a cool." concept that you're living in right now very good yeah, well, it's it's kind of like unique as well because i'm a girl and like usually all the outdoor stuff is dominated by men and i guess that's like what makes me stand out my age things like that but i'm just doing what i love and what i know i grew up in the outdoors so it's yeah that's all i know <laughs> now do you have other people working with you like do you have employees that help you out or I don't have any employees. I have my family, um, which are big supporters, always there to help me out. Um, I also have, like, we have some guides that come and guide with us um, just for a few trips. So, like, uh, like they have other jobs. So yeah. they can only do, like, one trip, uh, like, so sometimes here and there. So we have a few of my dad's friends and some of my friend, my boyfriend uh, that come and guide with us. So there's always either me or my father on our trip. Cool. So, um, with guiding with someone else and uh, we guide a few trips, me and my father together. Right on. And how many, how big a groups do you typically take? Is it, is it we small We usually take 12, uh, 12 people. 12 snowmobiles. So we're two guides. So we're 14 all together, but 12 clients. Right um, on. The reason is like, I, if you get a bigger group, you like on the river, you do a lot of mileage on a, in a day and you can spread out pretty far in between snowmobiles, like during the day. So this is like one of the reasons too. But um, from Hearst to James Bay, there's nothing in between. So that means there's no gas as well. 
So for our trips to Moussini, we carry big Teflon sleighs with like eight, five, eight or more, five gallons on there. So we carry the gas for the clients to be able to make the trip up. Yeah, and I see you've got a photo that coming up that, yeah. that shows that sleigh with yeah. all the jerry cans on it. Pretty cool. Yeah, and like know? last year that it was just a joke when gas was so high, like people were just like looking at all our gas and they were like, oh, that's expensive. We're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You're pulling in there, you're putting premium in it, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, because, and then when you get to Moussini, they all run sleds, but they don't have premium gas. So when we get to Moussini, we put the Octane Booster and does a job. Put back yeah. premium when you come back uh, to uh, highway along my highway 11. So yeah, nice. And yeah. and how many days does it take you to get up there? Uh, so for her? that trip, it's a three days trip. It get, it takes us one day to get there. So we used to sleep in Moussini. Um, but it's a pretty big trip. Um, sometimes we would get off the river after dark. Um, yep. So we decided a, a few years ago, we found found uh, a pretty nice camp. Um, it's called Onokewana Camp. And the family that lives there, they're completely off-grid. And it's like two-thirds of the way in between Hearst and Musini. So it's like the perfect place to stop for the first night um, and uh, sleep there. They cook us dinner and then the next morning breakfast. Um, so, yeah, the first day, that's what we do. We leave from Hearst all the way to Anakawana. And then the second day, we do Anakawana to Musini, which is uh, 90 kilometers one way. So it's still a pretty big day, uh, like around 200 kilometers the second day as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first day is around 240, maybe more. It depends yeah. how it goes and... Uh, if you have to backtrack, if something happened, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and the on the second day, we also go like go see the bay. Uh, we travel around Musini Moose Factory. Just meet some locals there. They're always happy to see us and welcome us and their community. And then on the last day, we come back, but by the power line because there's a big hill in Hell's Gate that's challenging on the first day that we cannot come back up. <laughs> No, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Hey, speaking of happy to see familiar faces, let's check out who's in the chat tonight. Oh, we yeah. got Whis Wisco Sledheads. He was first in. He says, what's up, everyone? Just fly lows in the house. He's giving us like seven or eight snowflakes in the sun with the sunglasses emoji. Uh, Mark Bowe's in there. He says, hey, Jay Masser, 850, says T minus two days, 10 hours till we leave for syrup country. He's, they're following him north is what they're doing. They're coming up the ride on my group ride, which we're going to see more stuff on that coming up. Uh, Pro Polaris Rob says, good evening, everyone. Uh, Massart says, uh, Wisco asked Massart, is a truck leaving at 3 a.m.? we got five people from the U.S. coming up the ride with us in Sudbury. We're, uh, we're going to the Sportsman's Lodge. Have you ever been there? No, I have not. It's pretty cool. You'll see, I, I post... I, put a picture in the in the files here for us to have a look at so nice. yeah so three or four he doesn't know not sure yet mike Gooley's in the house he's coming too he sent a bunch of cool pictures for tonight uh then we need to tell mud brats we're going to be there in time for dinner thursday night yeah for sure 
Uh, good evening, everyone. Rob Overholtz in the house. Hey, Rob. Uh, Massart says, yep. Evening, folk. Renegade X. Uh, who else? Anthony Palermo says, what's up, guys? Hope your day's going well. Shoot my shot. Hey, y'all. Greg Kelly. Hey, lads. Another Monday night with Gary. Uh, what else we got in here? Corey Brock. What's going on, fellas? He's got the wrench tonight, so he'll use that to loosen off any screws that uh, that may be loose tonight. So kick you out if you're be- misbehaving. Um, everyone's excited. Whitetail say Al Cheapo is he M. Whitetail Stables is why I was late. He popped by tonight to show me his, his wife's Valentine's present. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? No, what? He bought, he bought her himself a brand new a, a new sled. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like that. that you you would like that though. Yeah, I would love that. I know, I can tell you're that type. I mean <laughs> There's there's other people that may not get quite the kick yeah. out of it. So yeah. I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dominators in the house again, even gents. There's more. Uh, oh yeah. So anyway, the list goes on and on. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah. So oh yeah. So when you're um when you got tours coming up and is it all levels of riding? Like how do you deal with that? Um, so usually we like so our groups are pretty mixed up um sometimes we get like big groups that ride all year round all together and like 12 the 12 people are all from the same groups and sometimes we get two three people from that group and another five from another group and so like yeah skills level riding levels they vary a lot um so usually what we do uh the ones that are more experienced um, they go in the front, um, it goes faster, and those uh, that are not as comfortable or that ride slower, um, we want, want everybody to ride at their speed. Like, it's the main thing. My father always told me that, like, ride at your speed. Um, so they stay at the back, and we just uh, get to see the view more uh, when we're slower and enjoy the ride. Uh, yeah. They- riding too fast and not having time to see anything so um yeah that's pretty much how we manage uh, different skills level riding level um it for sure if somebody asks us like you have a faster group uh we can try to make arrangements but it never really caused any problem we like do some regroups along the way so that we don't spread out too much so yeah cool like did you set a limit of hey like this back so you'll have a guide at the very back does does do you have a limit of saying okay you gotta be here by this time or we're gonna send in the the mounties to go get you (laughs) yeah so um we try to always have uh our buddy system that we call it so like you're responsible to look for the person behind you so right. eventually it will like get to the front of the line and everybody will be stopped. Even if there's a few kilometers in between, everybody will be stopped and we'll have time to like regroup. Sometimes somebody breaks a belt. Well, we, yeah, we will be slowed down. It will take us some time. And like with the buddy system, everybody stops and just wait for like 15 minutes. And then we're back on route. Everybody regroups. And we're good to go. So we really try to like make our buddy system work, but sometimes it's too complicated and it just doesn't work. Um, but yeah, that's mostly we every every like 
45 minutes to an hour we regroup. So yeah, it's a pretty long day of riding. Like it takes, we leave at seven and we get there for dinner. Yeah, you're probably not the the first choice for beginner snowmobilers though either, right? The, the, no. the nature. Yeah, most of yeah. our clients are like people that have ridden all of Northern Ontario's trail and that they want to try something new and something they haven't done. So that's most people that come with us. Um, they've got some experience. Uh, we we require some experience riding. Um, off trail is completely different from trail riding. Um, you have rocks to watch for, deep snow, slush. So it's a whole different game. Oh, yeah, for sure. How did our friend Neil Owen do? Is he really sl as slow as what everybody says he is? No, he was doing great. Uh, he was doing great. He had uh, a little bad luck, but that's not <laughs> my story to tell. Um, yeah, he, he was following with the group. He went uh, in front, I think, the second day with my father um no he he did great that's awesome uh, hey crystal valley says hi Malene, my girl and gives you one of these and a and a heart uh, yeah that's my girl i want to do a, a ladies trip next year bring all only women on the trip so oh i love that yeah. that would be great yeah. yeah you know what there's not enough of that out there right? i know i'm gonna yeah. do some <laughs> yeah, that's cool yeah. i love it yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, how does someone like, how do you, how do you find out about you aside from just word of mouth? Like, like how did Neil ever, ever get linked up with this? We, we met, um, so he guides for Ontario Quebec snowmobile tours. And, um, this year me and my father got sent, uh, for the town of Hearst at the Toronto snowmobile show. So we got to meet a lot of people there. Um, we actually met Al, and we had met him a few years ago. He was at the Companion in Hearst, and we talked with him, and then we met him at the Snowmobile Show, and he was like, oh, you're doing trips to James Bay. Let's do a partnership. So that's how uh, Neil got on that trip. Uh, he was actually guiding the five days. Uh, right on. Yeah, so that's yeah. how he got involved. And I didn't even see you at the show in, in Toronto. And that, I know, well, but there are so many people. I mean, I've met so many people and like they're, yeah, we met you at the snowmobile show. And for me to get out of my small town and <laughs> meet like all the people I've been following and things like that, it was just an amazing experience to yeah, meet everybody. Oh yeah, it was fun. I was walking around there every day and just meeting everybody. And I would have noticed that that big sleigh with all the gas cans on it. I would have yeah, noticed. Yeah, it was. That. It was like a, we put it up on a post. I but know. Like, I don't know. It was up. Like I don't think people realized what it was. So uh, yeah, next year we might try to like lay it down to really see and show it to sleigh. <laughs> Yeah, but I think it looks good standing up. It looks yeah. like a big surfboard, right? I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's really good. But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just in the chat here, chatting it up. There's, yeah. a, there's a good conversation going on about Corey and Mike Gooley's going to ride in the ski boost this weekend. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, – it, it's pretty interesting. And, and so what is it typically, what does it cost for a group of 12 to come up? 
So it's 600 each. Um, yep. That includes like uh, the guiding part, um, safety. If you break down, we tell you. Um, so 600 for the guiding part and then accommodations are around 350 for the two nights. And that includes uh, two breakfasts and two dinners. Oh, wow. And then you have to pay gas and oil, liquor, whatever. Yeah, that's that's normal, right? So yeah. <laughs> you're about a thousand bucks for epic. Yeah, yeah. One, I usually once in a pay, yeah, thousand to eleven hundred. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. No, that's that's really good. And and what do you recommend people use for snowmobiles? Is it do you need to have a certain type of snowmobile? Or well, yeah, we really try not to bring one twenty one or short tracks down the river. Um, if you have a shorter track, we might do trips uh, in January or early February on the hydro line, which is not as bad because, like, you can fall in the tracks and, like, we don't hit slush. We really try to always, like, have 129, 137 minimum. I used to guide with the 137, so uh, it was more challenging. Uh, good taught me how to drive <laughs> yeah but uh yeah if people have longer track it's better so um but a lot of trail machines make it up um it just it doesn't handle as as good as like we ride back back countries so uh but yeah and we don't uh want any older sleds because they're more prone to break down and oh, we really sure. try to not have breakdown because then it gets more complicated. We have to tow and then we hit slush. And <laughs> it just, uh, it's it, it's more an adventure when we have older sled. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. So yeah. in the sleigh full of fuel tanks, do you also yeah. bring, you, you mentioned about parts. Do you bring toolkit, spare belts, or or is that on the, the, the rider's responsibility? So, yeah, everybody must like, everybody usually carries their own uh, small toolbox and um, we require everybody to have a spare belt. So um, that's what we carry, but we carry um, like toe straps, uh, things like that. Uh, even, uh, yeah, small, our small toolkit usually works. Um, a few years ago, well, actually last year, a guy broke down his, uh, he hit a rock and he uh, did a hole in his chain case. Yeah. So uh, we pulled him all the way to the camp. And um, William at the camp had GB Weld. And uh, they bought some more in Moosey the next day. And he managed to patch his chain case uh, with GB Weld. And he was back uh, riding on the third day. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you wait? Did you guys wait on that? Or did he kind of ride with you with no oil in the chain case and... Kind of no. Well, as soon as he as soon as he hit the rock, uh, he stopped there, and like we could see the oil leaking, and so we just said, "There's nothing to do about that on the river, so we'll pull you." And uh, my father actually pulled him, and once he was at the camp, he was so stubborn he didn't want to get his sled on the train to go back on the train. So he said, "I'll miss the bay. I want to work on my snowmobile. I want to finish this trip." So he drained all the chain case. They bought oil in Moosey and he managed to get his sled back and running for the third day. That's pretty cool. Did, yeah. Now, do you, you didn't send me any pictures of maps of the area. Do you have one on your computer you can share a screen for? Uh, I'd love okay. to show people that I wish I would have looked it up myself. 
Um, the uh, but you can you can share a screen just like a Zoom meeting. There should be a button that says. Uh, yeah. Will um, Google Maps work? <laughs> yeah, will actually. Yeah, do that. Go to okay. Google Map and then go. You'll see the thing that says Present on the bottom. Hit that, yeah. and you should be able to share your screen. Present. You might not see us anymore, but I'd love you to just go around the map and show me yeah. kind of what you're talking about because I think that's really important to show people how remote this is that you that you travel in. Uh, just give me a second. I have like mm -hmm. MacBook and sys like yep. clock is <laughs> a lot too. Uh, later. Or I can do it if you want. It's uh, yeah, it should be good. I should be working. You should be able to pick the window. Like if you keep it in a small window, you should be able to just share that yeah. little window. Yeah. Share. Can you see it now? Uh, not yet, but here I can add it, I think. Hold on. Let me see. Okay, there we yeah. go. Perfect. That's awesome. Okay. okay. So now if you zoom out, just kind of show where we are in relationship yeah. to, to North America, that kind of thing. Just zoom straight out. But there we go. There we are. There's the Great Lakes. Yeah. So. So Hearst is about um, around here, and when we take, uh, when I say we take the river, um, we take the Matais River, so the Mississippi River. So if I zoom out. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the river, and you can actually see like it's crossing Ontario here. So it's, it's like, like the it's like Canada's Mississippi River, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So like you have to go like go up the current here and then go back down the current. And then down, 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 all the way to James Bay. So, yeah, we actually, like, we take the trails all the way to Matthijs and then go up the river. And Tender House and Nelsgate Canyon are, like, right about here. Right so on. So there's two small uh, portage trails, which is really nice. Sometimes it's uh, people's favorite part of the trip. And then, uh, yeah, we go all the way up. So this river is frozen ice, or are you in the bush next to it? No, it's frozen ice, and we ride on the river. So sometimes when you hit rapids, there's, like, open spots. So we go on the side. Yep. Yeah. Um, is there any cool waterfalls or things yeah, like so that? Yeah, so, like, Hell's Gate and Thunder House are, like, the, the highlights of the trip because it's two big canyons. In Thunder House, in the canyon, there's actually three waterfalls. To wow. see, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. It's uh, something else. It's my favorite place in Northern Ontario to be in Tundra House. It's it's not as powerful in the winter because snow kind of absorbs the, the sound, but yep. in the summer, the power of the water is just crazy. That's cool. So then keep scrolling up to James Bay, yeah. and it's it's right on the the bay, right right yeah. there. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, so when we uh, snowmobile up to the bay, um, we actually, like, come all the way up here. Right on. Mike yeah. Gooley says that's a long haul. Yep, it Great. is. Great. Like, that's pretty. It's a once-in-a-lifetime like, trip. <laughs> I know. That's why I wanted to show it. It's pretty, it's pretty wicked. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah coffee, water, beer says wicked. Uh, <laughs> it, it literally is. It's pretty wild. And, and to think of your you're traveling in uh, up a route that explorers would have used, you know, yeah, they would have like, snowshoed it, but uh, we snowmobile it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
it's all relative. The snowshoes would have cost about as much as a house back then too, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, that's very cool. Uh-huh. Very cool. And then when do you run them from? Like when does your season start? So like this year, the trip that deal was on, um, I just have to blow my nose a second. Yeah, I that's gotta fine. Go. Just, I'll mute and Yeah, <laughs> make sure you mute. That would be good. <laughs> if you guys have any questions for Mylene, be sure to post them up in the chat. Um, it's pretty interesting. Anybody ever thought of doing a run like this in their lives? Okay, so or, have you, or have you done a route like this? Uh, you know, it's pretty cool. I can't think of any other any other tour companies that go this wild. What kind of animals and wildlife do you run into when you're in this? Uh, bunnies, fox, um, wild chickens, moose. That's Sometimes, cool. So, um, some people have seen polar bears in Moosini, but uh, it's, they're pretty rare. But it can get all the way up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg Kelly says, where does Mylene bunk for the nights? Are they trappers camps? Okay, no. So, um, on a camp is actually a lodge. Uh, it's pretty amazing. It's like a big, big shack. Um, it's all off grid. So there's no running water. Um, but they heat with wood stoves. It's super cozy. They have a big kitchen where they cook the food for you. Um, so there's like two aisles in the camp. And they have like four bedrooms each with a toilet. And uh, yeah, so it's pretty big. Like people are amazed. It's like another highlight of the trip. And they have a game room at the back that they heat up. And there's, I think there's a pool table in there, uh, shuffle boards, things like that. So you are really roughing it then. Yeah, so no showers for two days. I know a lot of no. clients are missing their showers, but uh, I mean, yeah. it's off the grid and you're going up north. <laughs> oh, for sure. Christy Carson, she's going to be on your women's trip. She nice. said she'd love to do yeah. this one day. Yeah. yeah, so Christy, make sure you follow Mylene and she'll be posting up information on the on the women's ride. I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah sure. lots of people saying, let's do it. Mark Bo wants to know if his 600R129 will make it, his blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> it should make it. Uh, there was one. Um, I, I think it was one. Yeah, 129. Yeah. It would be like you would have to give it more gas, but it would make it. Yeah. Yeah. What's do you, do you have any really horrible stories or that you can share with us or would you rather not? Like what's the worst prepared person you've seen on one of your excursions? Um, no names though. <laughs> so there's, um, so like we, um, okay, I'll tell a horrid story. My father wouldn't want me to tell that story, but. Um, That's what we'd love to hear though. These are the clients. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was I was seven no I was fifteen back then and it was the first trip I was supposed to guide with him so my first time when I was uh, when I've been to Musini was when I was thirteen um, I blew up my motor fifteen miles from Musini and then uh, so yeah I was supposed to be back on a trip guiding with him um, in twenty nineteen. And then I broke my collarbone uh, playing hockey, so I couldn't guide that trip. So he went with Gino, the owner of the companion. And that year, the conditions were, like, pretty rough. A lot of snow, a lot of slush on the river. 
So usually um, once we get to Thunder House, we kind of evaluate the situation and like see, is it going well? Did anybody's clash? If so, we kind of like, do we go back the other way and do the power line instead? Do we risk it and continue down the, the river? Because once we're past the Hell's Gate Hill, there's no turning back. So uh, they decided to continue, even though a few people had slush and um, they uh, had a hard time. So my dad was riding a 600 Summit uh, carb with his sleigh full of gas and there was a lot of snow slush. So uh, a lot of people broke belts. Uh, people had two spare belts and some of them ran out of belts. Some of them were running out of gas and the gas was like in front or at the far back, still helping people. So it was kind of like all small things happening all along the trip. And uh, they actually spent the night on the river and they managed to get uh, in a small cabin that the hydro was working on and they just warmed up there. But I was at home and like on the phone with the lady at the hotel and my dad had called me. Yeah, we're it's like three in the afternoon. We're making great time. We should be okay to make it to Musini. We'll be like in at dark, but we'll make it. And then at like 11, I'm calling the hotel lady. Are they, are they in? And she says, no, they're not in. So I like call me when they're back in. And she says, well, at one, I'm going to bed. So I call back at one and they're still not in. Um, I call oh. back the next morning and they're still not in. <laughs> so I was kind of panicking and there's nothing much I can do. They have a satellite phone and uh, my father, they were all safe. It just was taking a lot of time and they made it back. Uh, yeah, in the morning, uh, it was around eight. <laughs> they made it to the hotel and there was a few snowmobile that was left on the river, like slushed. So that they had to go back the next day. Everybody was so tired. Nobody wanted to go back. Oh, no. um, so, yeah, everybody just rested that day. And the last day, they came back up the, the power line. And they had an adventure <laughs> to um, to tell their friends. It's Yeah, it was one of the worst years in like my dad's experience. And he has been guiding for over 20 years. Um, so now after that situation, we know that if like the first stretch of the river, if we're like, if people slush, we know not to take chances and we'll go up another way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How is the so, snow conditions this year compared to other, other years? Is it bad? Like it is everywhere uh, yeah. else? So yeah. it's not as much like snow conditions are great. Um, it's more like creeks, rivers, uh, you know, like how many groomers have had a hard time packing up their trails. Everybody's breaking uh, the, the ice everywhere and like slushing. So yeah, the ice, it's a weird year this year. Rivers were, are high. So that means more current. The rivers are not freezing as well. Um, so my dad is actually uh, going up this week to check out the rivers all the way to Tender House and Ellsgate. And uh, we'll see how the conditions are. But, uh, I mean, we cannot control Mother Nature. No. So we just try to adapt and ride the safest we can. And uh, that's the thing with rivers and backcountry riding. It's like the conditions make the whole trip. 
So, uh, but uh, like our lakes froze really hard. We had a week of minus 40 last week and the week before. So, uh, yeah, we should, well, yeah. we should be good. Um, yeah. my, like I cannot wait for my dad to go up the river and see how it is and like pack up the Portage Trail. But uh, yeah, we tried to like go and uh, especially down under below Ellsgate Canyon, it's like there's more current there. So we go by snowshoe, pack up the trail and ride along the river down there just so it's safer. And uh, yeah. Very cool. How uh, So are you just starting your guiding now for the season or have you done a few trips? I guess you um, have because Neil was on. With yeah, you so we've done only one and it was okay. in, uh, yeah, it was in January. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks uh, ago. We went down the power line for this trip because we usually run our trips from the end of March, uh, end of February to middle of March. So like our official trips uh, on the rivers are starting on the 20th, February 20th. I'm going up tomorrow, but it's uh, by the power line and um, with some workers that had some work to do and they decided, well, why not take a snowmobile trip instead of the train? So pretty excited for that yeah wild that's pretty cool pretty cool yeah yeah we're not getting very good uh ice formation here either so that's that, yeah. that, that i guess that's one of the benefits of hiring guides like yourselves is you know where the where the safe routes are yeah and like we know where the rapids are and we know where to ride on the sides and i mean um it's always like a challenge for me and my father when people ask like where do you feel the safest and we're like on rivers and not in the trails i mean in the trails people ride so fast there's other people to watch out for like if they take a quarter too close to you it's like there you you don't control that but if you hit slush on the river you like gas you give it gas and like you're in control still so it's kind of a debate we have. We're not really trail riders, so it's hard for us to like understand. And we like to explore and like go even further than we are going. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you find your clientele really want you guys to push the limits? As far um, yes and no. It really depends. Like when I say we usually have a fast group and a slower group. Um, there's this slow group that prefers to ride slowly, enjoy the view. And just like God, uh, make it out alive. <laughs> and um, there's our fast riders that, like, my dad, uh, he's been riding for a long time. That, uh, like, he gives them a good go. <laughs> yeah, if that's they want good. To. And uh, yeah, so it's like usually the group splits in two and everybody enjoys the ride at their skill levels. And that's cool. Yeah. So what 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 is it that you ride? You had said back countries. Are you all yeah. skidoo? Yeah. Well, um, last year I was guiding with the ZR six thousand one thirty seven. So it was like um, I had a few sleds, and and like my dad really uh, chose the right sleds for me to grow up with. So I've been riding with sled that I was always in control. And I've never made it up to an eight hundred or eight fifty yet. So uh, we're still riding six hundreds. Um, wow. They pull our gas with no problem. We pull big sidewinders or expedition that break down on the back of our sleighs. Uh, I mean, it's they're doing the drop job pretty amazing and less hard on gas. Uh, yeah, motor exactly. doesn't blow up as often right. as uh, 850s. So, uh, 
Yeah. yeah and you know, and you know what? You, you, uh, you're not at elevation, so you still have yeah. full horsepower, right? Yeah. Like, and people always underestimate our 600. Like, they don't understand how we make it. But, um, I mean, there's not – if you look at the horsepowers, there's not a big difference. I mean, I mean uh, they're pretty reliable sleds. That, that's what we need. We need reliable sleds. And, like, I know four strokes are really reliable and that you can do a lot of mileage on them. But, <laughs> okay, yeah, different <laughs> opinions um, from everybody. Yeah, but me and my father were not convinced yet. Like we know we would need four strokes because we could put more mileage on our sleds. Yeah, but then they are too heavy for when we need when we need to do like break the trail or do creeks things like that. It's yeah, so it's kind of hard. I would have to like try one out, and if somebody wants to sell me on a four stroke, uh, I have to try one out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, they're uh yeah cheaper on gas Gooley says they're they're not really but no oil is a nice thing you know yeah right sure. so well cheaper because you're running regular gas in them i guess is the key right yeah it's but, uh, yeah i i find the response on the four stroke and the two stroke is not the same it's no you'll have no. power but it's it's not the same especially for off trail it's yeah yeah, for sure. I would for have sure. to try the new ones with the turbos and see. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know what? The, the Skidoo 900R turbo isn't that much heavier than, than say, an 850. Um, yeah. You know, you're talking, I think it's 24 pounds or something like that. So I can gain that over the, a good summer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you do fishing excursions and things like that as well? Yes, I do. So I, uh, Let, let's I, talk about each, let's talk about each of your offerings. If you want to go through okay, them, sure. you know what I mean? Like just to, yeah. like, you've got me thinking now about the adventurous side of the whole business. Yeah. It can't be, there's gotta be more to it than just brapping through the Creek and on your sled. Right. Yeah. So like, I mean, our Moosey trips, it's not like a, just a snowmobile trips. It's an adventure. You're going in for an adventure. You're not taking a shower for three days, and uh, you you don't know what's going to happen. Everything can go well, and everything can go bad. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been renting fishettes for two years now, but I've always been ice fishing all my life. And um, we do like we do trips to go ice fishing sometimes with uh, our snowmobiles. So we go up the rivers. Um, we go to lakes that are further up in the bush, and it's always an adventure when we're going ice fishing because uh, you have to get to the lake. So uh, you can get stuck with your snowmobile or whatever happens. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have a funny story with that. So. The two snowmobiles, uh, it's my dad's snowmobiles, so I'm still 19. Next year, I'm going to buy my own. But the two snowmobiles were taken that day, and I wanted to go ice fishing. So I took my uh, grandpa's old bear cat and pinned the sleigh with all my auger and my minnows in there. And there's a loop in hers. It's called the Richie Loop. I'm not sure. I think it's on the L159. And there's a pretty steep hill, and it's like, this and I hit that with the bearcat and if you've never seen a bearcat flying you should have seen me 
the minnows flew out of the sleigh. They bursted uh, <laughs> in the middle of the trail. So if you can just imagine like minnows flopping around in the trail and like me running to grab them and oh gosh, it was, uh, yeah, it was something <laughs> to see the minnows everywhere in the trail. <laughs> yeah. Sled tube says he loves not showering for three days, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's always the joke. So um, on our yeah. last trip, we had clients that like never skipped a day of showering um, uh, since they were teenagers. So I was like, oh, that's pretty shocking because for me, when we go hunting or when I'm on a canoe trip, we just like swim in the lake and uh, wash with a towel or something like that. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just normal for me, I guess, to skip a few days of showering. But and I shower when you're back home or back at the hotel. Yeah, 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 you for sure. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. There's no substitute for a warm shower after 200 kilometers of yeah. snow. <laughs> well, the wood stove, the heat of the wood stove at the camp yeah. really hits you well, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh -huh. Yeah, you got it. So anyway, the uh, do you want to have a look at some fan photos? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cool. Let me just run the uh, the intro of that one too. Fan photos are brought to you by Fast Track Snowmobile Traction. This season, quit sliding sideways on the ice and losing races to your buddies. A Fast Track stud kit will help you with improved braking and give you the arm ripping acceleration you crave. I put over 3,000 clicks last season on my Renegade 850, and I'll tell you these studs exceeded my expectations. Not one broken stud, my eye to wheels still look like new, and they hooked up like I was on rails in the twisties, inspiring confidence every ride. Fast Track Top Gun kits are the highest rated stud kit at 4.9 stars with over 230 reviews. The studs are heat treated stainless so they are strong and they don't rust. The kit is lighter, easier on the track, and has a lifetime warranty against braking. Each kit comes with a track-specific template for complete balance with over double the scratch lines from stock templates. All listeners when purchasing a stud kit can get a free install kit, a $30 value. Visit FastTrack.co, add both products to the cart, and use the coupon code SNOW at the checkout. That's F-A-S-T-T-R-A-C dot C-O. Yeah. Make sure you do that. And I, I put my video up of me installing those. I don't think my inch and a quarter with uh, with the fast track studs is going to be a good one for your 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 trip, is it? Well, it's nice because you get a, some grip, and uh, if you were riding late March, sometimes there's uh, less snow on the uh, on the ice, so studs are nice and they they keep your they give you good grip. So we Very actually cool. like put on our sleds. Um, on our track, we have uh, some like studs at the top of our lugs, I guess. Uh, yeah, the same yeah, studs that you would put on car tires, and it yeah. just it doesn't give you grip. It just if you hit this patch of ice, it just keeps your track uh, going straight so that you don't like lose control. So it's they're pretty nice too. But yeah, I've sold studs like that. Pretty nice. That's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. Anyway, yeah, so um, just uh, click in here. Everyone's excited. This is the oh. this is a sportsman's lodge I was telling you about. Uh, look at the little picture of the restaurant there on the very right, right, right straight oh, across man. there. See the old ski-doo up in the rafters? 
<laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm not sleeping at night. I'm really, really <laughs> pumped. Looking forward to meeting everybody. Uh, I've met ghoulies before lots, but just in the daytime for short spurts. And it's going to be awesome to hang out and ride with the guy. It's going to be good. Corey's really looking forward to it. Massart and Whiskle, I mean, they've been on the show a few times. Uh, they speak for themselves. It's going to be wicked. LaPointe, Skeety 800R, again, another guy, Greg Kelly. Uh, really looking forward to meeting him. He's very active on this on this show and in the chats and stuff. And it, it's going to be a wicked time. Sorry if I'm forgetting other names and you know who you are. And and uh, it's going to be great. You're going to be surprised of, of everybody that shows up. we got 31 coming on this group ride. Wow. Yeah, and it's all cool. everybody like that listens to your podcast and they, they want to come up? Yeah, yeah. They, right. We did that. We, we, we sold this in, I don't oh, know. Okay. We, cool. In October. In October. And uh, yeah, we set it all up and we, um, it was sold out in about a week. So wow, it was great. that's pretty nice. Yeah, we did, we did 31 and they got both units sold out. And then I had, I had a few people like Mark Bow and, and Anthony and Grant. There's another guy that, uh, that's looking for accommodations. So uh, there's a waiting list too to get in. So it's, it's wow. pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I'm really flattered. And like I said, it's going to be an awesome time. I'm really looking forward to it. And, yeah. you know, actually yeah. meeting everybody in person, right? Yeah. Like yeah, oh. absolutely. It's going to be really cool. So, yeah. Sounds like a fun trip. We have snow again in Northwest Wisconsin, all train TV says. So, yeah, it's going to be, um, it's going to be uh, the like iffy weather up till Wednesday. And then Thursday is going to be a little bit better for sledding and then friday snow saturday's cold and snow sunday's cold and snow monday so we just got to get through wednesday there's some rain in, in the forecast on wednesday but you know hopefully it'll be there so um mike Gooley says this is his cochran trip craig jack and him going to a a, a bit of a canyon he said yeah 17 this is the canyon camp where he paid 130 dollars for philip and a banana and they gave me sit gas. I think he means crappy gas because um, I watched that video and he said his sled was running like crap when he left. Um, what, do you, what do you think about that? Should you always put Octane Boost in when you're in remote areas? Uh, well, it really depends. Um, don't they sell Supreme at the MHV base camp? I think. I think um, that's but, all they have is Supreme, but it's probably... Yeah. It was but, probably um, I've talked, so like my mechanic course in high school, I've asked the mechanic uh, the teacher and he said, for the difference it makes, it's not that much. And we don't put any in our sleds and they still like run great. And it's, we haven't noticed uh, too much a difference. I have a client that uh, told me, oh, my plug, uh, my spark plug falled right after I uh, put some regular gas. I mean, it can just be like happening like that, but it, it depends. I mean, everybody in Moussini ran, runs their snowmobiles on regular gas and their snowmobiles is still are still running. So I don't know. It's a lot of people have different opinion on that. So yeah. I'm not a motor engineer to know. <laughs> yeah, no, the, yeah. Uh, but in that case, maybe it would have helped. Who knows? So, uh, he yeah. also was in break-in too, and the sleds can be kind of funny, finicky on break-in. 
Um, yeah. Especially that that 23 ghoulies, that open, wide open throttle. Um, Corey and I were ripping across a lake and ours pretty much hit, hit, no, we don't want you to do that anymore at the exact same time. It shut down a bit and then it let oh, us go back you. up to speed. But it was like scary at first. And I was like, holy crap, what happened? He goes, I had the same thing happen. It was exactly the same, basically break in, don't do anything stupid. Yeah, right? yeah. So, and we weren't yeah. we weren't doing anything crazy. I mean, it was just it was just high speed um, during breaking. But yeah, so it was cool. It's, I'm glad the sleds are that that smart. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's. But uh, yeah, so he said he went up to meet Craig, Jack, and Chris. Rode some local trails up to Wabashine and back, and he did about 200 kilometers that other day. This is still Cochrane here, I think. So there's his yeah. base camp there. Yeah, he's he's got some wicked drone shots in uh yeah. his in his videos for that. If you check out Mike Gooley's YouTube channel, he he yeah. uh drones across this hydroelectric dam here, which nice. is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So the um you have to yeah. come on one of my trip. I want some cool shots with the bay behind. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, let me know. I'll come up. Uh, yeah. I'll give you drone footage for in exchange. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, very cool. So this is this this is his local riding trip uh, to Wabashine and back. Um, he said with this warm up, he's had more time to finish his broke to build bike uh, projects. He's waiting for one last piece. Can you guys guess what's missing? Free hat at the lodge to the first one who guesses what's missing. <laughs> it looks like the whole engine's gone. In yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, only yeah. one piece. <laughs> I, I sent a picture of my next two projects, and it's a 94 uh, CR500 and 90, an 86 CR500. So pretty nice. cool. Yeah, yeah. I think I thought they were the same picture, so I got rid of one of them. Oops. <laughs> but, yeah, they look almost the same. But, yeah, wicked stuff. He's got a lot of nice projects on the go. So thanks for sending them in. And he says, uh, you wanted fan photos, Gary. You got them. Because I was saying last week, nobody's been sending me in pictures except Wisco. And I can't have Wisco's photos on every week. I mean, he's pissing me off that I'm not out riding and he's getting all these miles in with his wife. You know, she'll go on your trip with you next year. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. So Wisco says, well, the big week is here. He rode 145 miles this past weekend before the 40 degree temps ruined his hopes and dreams. But he's got Sudbury this week. He's got to act like Billy Big Rigger on the way to Massarts. When, when they got the Massarts compound, he demanded we shined up all the sleds, gave them a good once over, and loaded the trailer. His parents and wife couldn't have been nicer. Well, that's good. There's the trailer uh, th there. And here it is. Oh, being, wow. There they are shining him up. He says they gave him a bath, a certain type of bath in the chats. Uh, so, uh, Canada better be ready for us hooligans. Put the white crayons in the freezer. That's a good one. What else do you do for snow? The, the spoon under the pillow, right? <laughs> do you have anything? I, I, I've never heard of that. No, you had white crayon in the freezer and, okay. and, a, and put a spoon under your pillow and it, it makes it snow. Huh, well, I guess we don't have to. We're in Northern Ontario and it just snows every day. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. No, get, you better have crayons on the go. Maybe yeah. someone up there is doing it already. And if they, leave the, if they leave the area and move to Florida or something, you might have to 
Maybe it's just an English it. thing. I'll have to ask yeah. if anybody's uh, know about that because sometimes uh, English people have different traditions than we are. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Mark I had never heard about. <laughs> I'm just reading that there. Uh, the um, he said put ice cubes down your pants. I never heard that one. I think he just likes doing that. Yeah. Masser, that doesn't make it snow. It just makes Masser giggly. That's all. Yeah. We need cold and snow and he's ready for some international wheelies, he says. So that's good. I'm looking forward to those guys. I think even their wives look like they have too good a time. So it's going to be quite crazy. There's some more uh, photos there. The big trailer. This is open. They're trying to get that pickup in the back of the trailer by the look of it. I don't know whether they're trying to smuggle a truck up. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was after too many bush lots, you know. Whoops. Keep hitting my, my chair down. Yeah, there it is, ready to go. They even brought a broom. They're going to do some cleaning up here. Let me get here, I guess. And then this is from Kyle J. He said this was his first trip in the Moosehead Lake area in Greenville, Maine. Huh. And have you ever heard of the B-52 Memorial? No, I have not. Yeah, it's a, it's a crash plane in the, and you can snowmobile right to it. It's pretty cool, eh? Nice. We have a crash point, uh, yeah, a plane that crashed during Cold War that uh, we found one. And we're, there's still one that uh, we know where it is, but we have to get to it. So we're trying to find the other part, well, the other plane that crashed. And we actually do trips uh, with our big freighter canoes on the river to go see those crash. So that's other well, adventures we do, yeah. That's pretty cool. So we're still looking for that one. And we're waiting for like uh, the end of March when it's like all crushed and that you can go to the through the bush like super easily by snowmobile to go find it so is there lots of swamp up there in the summer or is it pretty yeah. hard land yeah it's a lot of swamp so like along the rivers it doesn't show because like trees grow pretty strong along the rivers but uh behind it's like tundra and bog boggy areas i'm not sure how to say that yeah, but yeah bog is a you, yeah. you guys have the skeg isn't it Muskeg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muskeg, yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a it's funny because like south of Highway 11, we have like sandy places, more hills, things like that. And like as soon as you go 15 kilometers north, it starts to be muskeg and smaller trees and tundra. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm just uh, typing stuff here. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, they're, they're putting together shopping lists in the chat, so we have to be ready. There. Yeah, here's a little placard, but we can't really read it. It's, uh, it's um, yeah, anyway, what's it say? The, this B-52 crash site, um, Elephant Mountain, has been designated off-limits to future salvage operations, and the area surrounding the crash site is a no-harvest zone by order of Scott Paper. Oh, yeah, it's on Scott Paper's land where this thing went down. But look at the size of that plane. Yeah. And there's strewn every. I think people go there on motorcycles, too, to see it, too, nice. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's, that's a definite bucket list. I love seeing things like that. Like, you going there yeah. with canoe-guided canoe trips is pretty cool. 
Yeah. Oh, I love that picture with the sunset. I love when the clouds like split. You can see like cold and warm air and yeah, yeah. Do you get a lot of good? Um, do you get a lot of good uh, uh, aurora borealis, northern lights? Uh, yes, show you. Yeah. Is it is it in the winter time? Is it every night kind of thing or what? Uh, what is it's your... not every night. It's uh, when it's cold outside. We also get some uh, during the fall, during the summer. Um, so like we have the apps on our phone, and uh, it will tell you like tonight if it's clear, there's gonna be a. Uh, some yeah northern lights and we get out and we check them out there was some this week i was asleep but some uh, local people uh, posted them on facebook they're pretty amazing and when we go down to musini it's actually easier to see them less uh we're we're like 300 kilometers further up north so yeah yeah it's, it's pretty raw them. i i know going up like i haven't been up very far north like been to Shaplo. Uh, years yeah. ago and the the stars are so bright when you get up that high right yeah well i don't know how the stars look in the city i i used to go in toronto or ottawa to, to do hockey tournaments but i'm always asleep when it's dark <laughs> yeah that's right so, how, yeah. how late do you guys ride into when you well i guess i guess the sun sets earlier too right but how late yeah. does a day typically go for your crew so uh, before dinner, we really try to get off uh, the river before six, I'd say. Yeah. Sometimes it's after. Sometimes, like, it really depends how the trip went. If we had breakdowns, if we had uh, people getting stuck or sting. It really depends. It's never the same. <laughs> it's hard for me to give you a straight answer for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I guess it depends, right? even how fast or slow the groups are. And I mean, you blow a belt that can set you back yeah. half an hour or more. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is another shot. Love that old lodge building. There cool. must be a restaurant of sorts. Cool. But yeah, nice. That looks oh, like Quebec. Yeah. Right. Now you've got a really heavy French accent. Is, are you from Quebec? No, no. Everybody in the hearse is French. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. 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 There so, you like, go. Uh, yeah, everybody, it's 95% French in Hearst. And uh, in Kapski, thing, there's a pretty French population, even in Cochrane. Um, as I don't yeah. know, people from uh, Quebec uh, moved up north and uh, started uh, logging wood. <laughs> is, it, is it Quebec slang or is it the same language? It's Quebec slang. Yeah. Is it, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like it's got a. In the Rouen or Val d'Or, uh, it's like we speak the same as they do. But yeah, if you go to yeah. Montreal, it's not the same French. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's not the same as France either, right? But I mean, no, no, I, no, not at all. I wouldn't understand people speaking France French. No, no. <laughs> it's and I, I know, I know some French in Sudbury, and they say it's kind of more slang than than yeah. what Quebec is like. So. Yeah. But That's it's funny because, like, in Hearst, we have, like, our accent, and we don't – we're, like, the town that speaks most with French words. And then further up south that you go, people have a more uh, pronounced English accent. So, like, people from Sudbury, when they come in Hearst, we know they're from Sudbury. There's, like, 
it's the, the accents are a bit uh, different. It's just nice to see and know who's coming from where. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's so subtle yeah. though, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, look at look at the mountain here too. That's pretty amazing. Oh, wow. It almost looks like a glacier. Yeah. I don't know if they have glaciers out in Maine, do they? It's pretty pretty wild. Uh -huh. Mother Nature never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, some nice machines there. Nice old skidoo rev. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, a lot of French and Hurst and Cap, he, Greg Kelly says. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. So here we go. This is your part, your, your, your photos that you sent in. Um, yeah. For each one of these here. Okay. So this picture is, I'm actually in my building. So I bought the, my place in August and it used to be my great, great grandpa's general store. And I'm uh, transforming it into a bed and breakfast. I'm almost done. Actually, I'm opening... Uh, I welcoming my first clients on Friday. So I have four bedrooms to rent and uh, my place and uh, two garage that we can take the sleds in. And yeah. That's pretty awesome. It, it's really nice too. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, that picture, taken, that picture was taken the day before we got our sign up. So now we have a big sign on that corner up there. And our uh, business is called uh, In the North. <laughs> that's and pretty cool yeah yeah because you follow her north and when you get yeah. there you're actually in the north, the north. yeah that's pretty good <laughs> and then when you what you should actually i could hang a sign in my hometown called back south yeah you, you know? could. <laughs> yeah. but no that it for those that are just listening to the podcast not seeing this it it looks like a western like general store yeah, like it true. like from well, the wild west but it's very nice store. Yeah, it's very clean and nice white picket porch on it, and yeah. it's a oh, corner it's so doorway. Yeah, it's very nice. cool. Mark Bo says, "Congratulations, Mylene. That's a big deal." Yeah, uh, it so is. Know? I'm tired of renovations, so that's why I'm going uh, sledding tomorrow. <laughs> that's cool. Christy yeah. Carson says that looks awesome. Okay. Yeah. You know what though? Like that's pretty. Like so again, you're 19. Congratulations. That's pretty wicked. Very yeah. wicked. And then who's the lucky guy in the picture? Oh, that's my boyfriend, Alexi. <laughs> right on. So is he yeah. sick of renovations too, or is he still going to be putting the taps in? Well, he's uh, he's in school, so he's uh, studying forestry. So he comes. He rushes all his homework in three days. And he travels from Thunder Bay to Hearst every weekend to come and help. Uh, and uh, he's going to be here on Thursday night to help us uh, finalize a few things to open up on Friday night. So That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So this I is your CDU Backcountry 600? Yeah, and, uh, that's our older one, yeah. And what's it got on, like a 1.6 paddle on that track? Yeah, or 1.6 Cobra Ice, I think, yep. Sweet. Uh huh. I love and the now, color, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say? Well, we uh, a lot of people use the link system, but we don't because we have like too many versatile things that we strap onto our sleds. So, like that picture, you can see I have all my ice fishing. No, the other one. The, oh, the, the yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. You can see all my ice fishing uh, stuff strapped down. So 
it's just it's nice to show people that like the link system are pretty expensive and those it's only like metal rails that you uh rivet on the side and yeah. on your temple yeah. and with bungee straps does a job <laughs> yeah that's cool that's cool yeah. here you are carving a turn so yeah you, there was not say, a lot of snow but would you say you kick ass as a as a female rider or what Ah, uh, well, I've been writing all my life, so a lot of people are impressed with my writing, but I'm not as good as I would want to. Like, I cannot do a full turn while carving yet, and that's something I really want to practice. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I always, like, I do, like, three-quarter of the turn, and then I either I come back on straight or I fell if, in the snow. So, yeah, and uh, my boyfriend has has a uh, summit 800 and i like to do some wheelies uh, with his summit and it's pretty yeah. nice my father didn't like we never had sleds that we could do wheelies but uh, since alexi got his snowmobile it's a different kind of adrenaline <laughs> yeah nice here's a good question wisco sledhead says how many link bags is mudbrats gonna lose this weekend find out <laughs> on next week's podcast <laughs> I, I have a habit of losing complete bags if not Oh, wow. contents of the bags yeah How even far? to this <laughs> even to this year i don't know why you know it's I heard rare. That, yeah and you know what though i somebody did explain it to me and it's it's birds that come down out of the trees and they open up zippers on your bag to get at the contents yeah, yeah it yeah. must be it yeah it, it is it, it. it it was the people that do the 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 uh the What's the big race in coming up next weekend in in Alaska? The I'm Iron sure. Dog. It was Iron oh, Dog. Yeah. The the Ravens will open your bags up. That's what's <laughs> been happening. The, this one Raven last year opened the bag, unlocked the link, and the bag went away. Wow. Yeah. Corey doesn't believe me, but he'll see this weekend. <laughs> I'm putting a GoPro on the back just so I can catch the birds in action. Oh, I want to see that footage. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I love so the color of this sled. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. So we have one uh, discolor and the other one is uh, gray and blue. And that's my dad's old machine. And now it's, uh, we ha I have two uh, little sisters and now uh, this sled is ours. So That's cool. William yeah, McCree is checking in from the rap tour. How's the rap? I'm just going to blow my nose again. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Might need a camera in the front to see the back of my VR1. That's all right. If I come across a yard sale of gear, I'll message you, Gary. Yeah, thanks, Christy. That's great. No one believes me, Sled Tube says. I, I didn't make it up. I'm telling you. The, the Iron Dog racers, they explained it to me how it all works. Yeah. Is Christy up in Sudbury too? That'd be awesome if her if she's up there. Where are you staying? Good snow on the wrap, Ghoulie says. I heard it wasn't, but we'll see. Probably depends on where you go. What's this ski boost thing? That's, that's okay. like the one. Yeah. So you've never seen those in the trails? I've seen them in black, not in pink. Okay, yeah. Well, it's red, faded <laughs> by the snow. But um, that's how I got into snowmobiling, I guess. Uh, my parents uh, were just putting me in there in my car seat. And uh, 
they've always brought me everywhere. So, and then I have like funny stories of me slushing. So, like just to go through my snowmobile history, I had a one one twenty mini zeb, and then I had yeah. the Tundra three hundred. So, um, I was we were just going for a small ride, family ride. So I was pulling my two little sisters in there with my Tundra. And then we hit some slush, and 300 is not a lot. So um, I just got stuck there. And my sisters were sleeping in there. My dad, I was maybe, I don't think I even had my license to drive. And uh, he just left me on the middle of the lake, and he went back home to uh, get the toe, a big toe strap. And uh, I, my sisters slept all along, so I unpinned this the barlo we call it <laughs> i unpinned the sleigh and my dad took it out and after that i was able to take my sled out on my own without anything pinned at the back so yeah we have some nice uh memories in that thing <laughs> so do you still own it like does it still exist no no because uh we're just all too uh grown up and uh we sold it to another nice family that's gonna enjoy it so That's cool. Yeah. You could buy them at Costco down here years and years and years. They're, like, they're so expensive. They sell for so much, those things. It's crazy. Yeah, I think they're, they're like, like a few grams. Yeah. I want to say 1900 is what they were. You could put a, oh, you could yeah. get them with a radio in them, I think, as well. Okay. Yeah, okay. like, yeah, yeah. So, but pretty, pretty crazy, you know, like, but yeah, yeah, you don't see many like that. I like the traditional ski boosts, though, the open ones, like, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, that's smart for your your parents to have that because well, you. When I was younger, my parents would do hundred a uh, hundred kilometers all the way from Hearst to Cap, and uh, we would go sleep to the hotel, and we would uh, sleep in there all day, and just me and my sisters were playing in there and having fun. We would ride the trails and yeah, follow yeah. them everywhere. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, is this the summit? Yeah, so that's my boyfriend's summit. Um, I just, I've always, I grew up with not a lot of girl uh, friends, so I always had guy friends. And probably because you didn't shower for three days, though. That's that might be what? it. Probably because you didn't shower for three days. That, that <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too much. Sometimes there's just too much drama with girls. <laughs> um, I hear but you. yeah, like I would sometimes I would skip school and like. <laughs> just like on snow days I would just go riding with my friends and I would take pictures of them doing wheelies and uh, cool. that's uh, my friend um, he got this picture frame for his uh, bedroom so it's pretty nice and it yeah. is it's pretty awesome yeah uh -huh. great picture yeah well see so so, so your oh. your boyfriend this is your boyfriend and you right yeah so he drives a skidoo correct yep Okay, so I was thinking he drove an Arctic Cat. Oh, because of his suit, he used to drive well, an Arctic and, Cat. And I had a huge, I had a huge speech done up about Arctic Cat and how you should be leaving him. But it's good now. He's good. He's got a skin. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, need he's just he's six four, six foot four, and like a snowmobile suit costs a lot when you're still in school. So he's still yeah. riding, wearing his old. Uh, snowmobile suit <laughs> yeah. so we don't, we, don't, we don't need the the, the arctic cat speech then okay oh, I would have loved to hear it. 
Yeah, yeah. So is this part? Is this a, chat as well. <laughs> Good. I'm just kidding. Um, is this uh, is this part of one of the lookouts on your on your? Yeah, experience? that's uh, ten year old fall. So that's like a traditional picture we take every year. Um, it's like the the picture spot, and uh, you can see the canyon at the back. Um, this picture you cannot see waterfalls behind, but there's uh, like three waterfalls down the canyon, and it's just it's amazing. The fo photo doesn't give justice, or I don't know how this expression goes, but <laughs> that that's the expression for sure because yeah. it's hard to see even because it's so small on my screen, but. Yeah, You're and it's really high up here. You you can yeah. see how high up you are, and, and yeah, well, it's like it's hard to the picture. Yeah, you cannot see how deep and how straight it is. It's but it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. See, and there, there there's pictures. I went there. He is on the Arctic Cat. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and that was my ZR. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Actually, uh, my ZR actually did the 14,000 kilometers with uh, barely no maintenance and like oil, uh, changing the oil in the chain case and changing the belt. And we never seen the garage and we sold it. And I don't know if the guy is still riding it, but uh, it taught me how to drive because it's a trail sled and we mostly ride off trails. So um, I would have to like ride this sled and not get stuck and people were like my friends laughed at me a bit when I got this sled and then when we went on the river this sled is like pretty fast even though it's a 600 so when oh, yeah. we went on the river and there was like 800s um I would be in front of them because I would just hit a hit a certain speed I, I would just float on top of the snow and they just couldn't because they had big lugs and uh, their snowmobile, even though it was an 800, it like, couldn't keep up. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I miss that sled. Like, I was really sad because, like, it was the sled that kind that my father bought me and, like, I would travel to school, travel to work with it. and, and But 14,000 kilometers, it just... <laughs> It's not, uh, it's too much for a two stroke, too much. Yeah, all for sure. For sure. No, they're good engines. I mean, they're, they're all kidding aside, there's nothing wrong with them and quite reliable, actually. So, yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. That's, uh, like, that's one of the river that never freezes, even though uh, it's minus 40, it's like uh, never freezes. And, um, it's just a nice spot to go and see. And sometimes it freezes and then we try to cross it. And uh, my father likes to practice his open water skills there because the river is not deep. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you on ice here or this person on ice where you're looking at? Is that the shore? It's the shore. It's the shore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah ice is well. like maybe a few feet back. Yeah. It's like the shore line is kind of frozen, but it's not safe ice. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Yeah. Oh man, we got uh, we got a super chat here. I gotta wait for it to pop up on this end. There we go. Mike Gooley's twenty bucks. I'll cue up the sound effect, but uh, yeah, that's pretty neat. Like it's it's amazing to see photos of uh, of what we're dealing with here. That's for sure. Um, but uh, we'll get we'll get the mic sound effect as we go as we go along here. Yeah, 
Yeah, so that's just another picture of us that, like, we ride almost every day. <laughs> it's just yeah, so nice. we go for, for a rip and uh, do a, we have a chain of lakes here. So that's me, my boyfriend, and my sister. Just, uh, oh, there is the song. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's not the one he gets, though, because he gave me 20 oh. bucks. He gets, he gets the Mountain Madman. I just got to cue it up here. I'm not used to I'm not used to getting the super chats. I've been out of practice here for a while. We'll get we'll get to it though. But uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. What's the sticker on that windshield on the on in the the green sticker there? Oh, yeah, so it's uh, wilderness guided tours that my father's business uh, before he get, kind of gave everything to me this year. So Oh, cool. Yeah. And then you decide to call have, it uh, wilderness guided tour uh, stickers on the blue backcountry. <laughs> we have to change oh, it cool. for all of our north. Yeah, cool. Uh -huh. If I could only type, it would be good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll get there yet. So, it's like, like it's like punching you in your punching your password sorry go ahead no 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 it's okay i'm just like i've always uh ridden with like uh goggles well when i was younger i write i rode with a full face but then it kind of started to get uh, frozen and foggy and then i switched to goggles and i could ride like a whole day in minus 40 temperature without having my goggles fogging and yeah. now i ride with uh heated goggles like with the battery on the side Nice. But I'm just like, I, all my clients, they have the wire connecting to their machine and I've seen them like struggle and it's not always working. But then uh, last trip, there was one that had the magnetic uh, connectors. That was yeah. pretty awesome. So yeah, the yeah. oxygen helmet, that's the oxygen on BRP. Okay, with um, the magnetic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and you don't even have to look because as soon as you snap it onto your desk yeah. post, it goes click right into place. So yeah, it's um, pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. That's E-Link it's called. And I love it. I love E-Link. Such a great, such a great thing. I think it works better on the Gen 4 than it does on the Gen 5 though. Okay. Um, it's a, they changed the design of it a little bit, but it's still a great system. I mean, if you've never used it on a Gen 4 and you get the, the newer updated version, it saves you some money. Uh, I guess it doesn't rust either, which is why they changed it. But the uh, it it just you go to snap in on your post and click, it's your 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 helmet's lit up. So pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, I was gonna ask you about gear, like as far as like these guys look like they're just out for fun, so they're wearing whatever. Um, yeah. what, do you, what do you recommend for gear? But first off, let me give this to Mike. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. He says the first round's on me. Okay. We'll, we'll see about that. You know, we'll get some beers though, for sure. Yeah. After, so the, after the riding. What did I do there? Yeah. So go ahead and uh, what, what do you, what are your thoughts on gear? So it's it's warm gear. <laughs> warm gear is the like climb is truly uh, the best for our gloves. That's what me and my father ride with. Um, I just bought a uh, mono suit last year and I'm loving it because uh, no air at, at in the back. 
Yeah, that's yeah. right. It, so you notice a big difference from yeah. wearing a two-piece. Yeah. And it's just easier for me to go pee. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, there's a yeah. zip and I don't have to like take off my coat. Um, do you but have my father button? has the flap in the back, like like the Winnie yeah. the Pooh flap. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I <laughs> I have the DSG uh, mono suit, and uh, I have the their suit for like uh, hunting as well. And they all have zippers to go pee, and it's like a game changer. Yeah. It's like the thing we needed, and I needed all uh, <laughs> all my years, uh, but now I've got it. And my father uh, has a FXR fast suit, so it's a f like it floats Motor, yeah. If, yeah. We, if it goes through the ice. So, uh, yeah, we do layer up a lot. I do layer up a lot uh, under my suit, and we ride. Um, me and my father, my father uh, just rides with the oxygen helmet, uh, not heated, and it doesn't fog up. And I ride with my heated goggles, and it's uh, a big luxury. <laughs> Wow, like like oxygen, I can't find. I can't ride without it plugged in. Yeah, he can. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. I cannot as well. Like everything gets fogged up. And yeah, yeah. I but mean, as soon it as you might plug be it the in, way he breathes, or yeah, it could be. As soon as you plug it in, boom, it clears right up. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. So, but uh, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I love I, this photo. Like this is pretty um, awesome. Yeah, so that's a lookout when I was younger. That's actually me and my uh, father's uh, arms when I was young. So I've always been riding. And, like, I remember um, crying and crying when he was leaving with clients because I couldn't go. So, like, if you move your head a bit, you can actually see, like, on his oh. Kendick, he had the Wilderness Guided Tours uh, stickers on his Kendick back then. And he could put, like, two five gallons right in the rack and behind and <laughs> he guided some trips with that. Is this so, is this like a winter gig for, for you guys or did he have a full-time job or is this something that he made a living doing? Yeah. So my father always had another job and that's kind of how follow her dark got start, started. So I wanted to grow his business more. I started renting fishets uh, under wilderness guided tours and then when he saw that I was really wanting to do that full time, um, that's why this year he decided to give me everything and I'm just managing everything now and guiding. Uh, and for me, it's my full time gig and he has his job at the arena and he helps cool. me out. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing a living out of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, your bed and breakfast, too, is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Like that. That's really neat. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, do people, oh, yeah. how do people find you? Like, you want to promote your website right now and, and your your Instagram and Facebook? Yeah, uh, for sure. Media? Yeah. Google, Google, follow her north. Uh, search follow her north on uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I'm uh, on every platform. And my my uh, website is followhernard.com. And if you go under adventures, uh, you'll find everything I do. There's things for all skills level and uh, all ages, all seasons. I just want to show you guys my region and how amazing it is and how you can enjoy the outdoors. So, like, 
that's one of my favorite way I grew up that picture there. I grew up just GTA and tubing behind the snowmobile. It's like the best memories. It's that's you cannot cool. beat that. Like if kids have the chance to do it, let them please. It's, it's yeah. the best memories you cannot give them. <laughs> so, so you're saying that if I, if I wanted to really save gas money, I could just show up and you could tow me on a GT snow racer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'll bring you one hell of a ride. <laughs> Been there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, is, is that your sister with you? No, that's one of my friends. So my dad has some uh, friends that always rode with him. And uh, yeah, we're pretty close. And we do a lot of adventures uh, with my dad's friends. So I think, I don't know if you put that those pictures up, but we that's actually how... I grew up and how I learned to ride, um, riding with my dad's friends. So I was the only girl, the only kid yeah. that, uh, in the, in the weekends ride with my father's friend. And sometimes it was pretty funny because some of his friends were staying behind me. <laughs> and, uh, I guess that's how I learned some new skills. And, uh, that's how I got to my riding level. I'm still not the best, but always learning and practicing and, yeah. So that's my mini Z. That's <laughs> my first pretty Z nice. ever. Yeah. That's a sweet one. Oh, you got a date on there on that photo. Yeah. What year was it? 2000? Uh, no, that wouldn't be 2005. Yeah, that would make sense. I would be three years old on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. 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 Oh, February 26th. Look at the snow there. Do you get still get snow like that? Oh, or yeah. Or is that back in the good old days? No, that's like that right now in yeah, here. Great. Yeah. I love it. Those, that's a nice looking mini Z. You were yeah. a little small for that, do you think? Yeah, but um, my father started riding with me behind and uh, my little sister. It's actually really funny. The first time she got on there, I think she was two. And uh, we were on the lake and my father just let her ride and uh, she just hit the gas and went straight for the bush. And hit the tree. <laughs> oh, so geez. she she was just on the sled, and well, I think she was just sitting and crying. And then my father was running behind her, and that's how uh, she started driving the sled. And then she learned how to turn and how to let go of the gas. But uh, yeah, Very that sled cool. was pretty amazing. Yeah, I, we had oh, so many memories, and it would always get stuck. So that's how I learned how to get unstuck. And uh, me and my father, my, me and my sister pulling the skis. And <laughs> not, yeah. Oh, well. I love it. Yeah. There is, oh, my is gosh. this you as well as a little kid? No, that's uh, Alexi, my boyfriend, and that's my little sister. So that's just uh, last Christmas, last year. Um, it was, I think it was on the 25th. And it was just snowing and so much snow. We just decided to go for a ride, and it's it's crazy how many much snow there was. It's yeah, yeah, that's wicked. Yeah, like for wheelies, it was amazing, <laughs> and just carving and oh, it was powder everywhere. Yeah, nice. That's cool. That was on the lake. <laughs> I I looked at this. These freestyles are something else. I love it. Yeah, well, that was my Tundra 300. I had a freestyle 550 after that. But um, 
every year we have a tradition where our Santa Claus come uh, come by snowmobile and gives us our gift. And uh, that year it was a COVID year, so that that's in front of the arena. We ride, uh, we rode around town and uh, give our family's uh, gift. My Santa, the Santa was my dad actually, and yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Bo says your sled trips are fully booked for the season. Good work. Oh yeah, they are. They have been, and I have a waiting list. So stay tuned for next year's trips. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah. You know, can they book now for next year, or are you you not that far I, ahead? I'm taking names. The thing is, uh, we don't have uh, dates out because my father's kit work schedule is not out yet. Until, okay, I got uh, you. Yeah, I have to blow yeah. my nose again. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> But yes, has anyone else had a Tundra or Freestyle like that? Let me know in the chat if you have. They're they're pretty cool. You don't see many of them around, that's for sure. So, yeah, and, so uh, you when they, come from the North Pole down to ride around town behind your sled. That's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, uh, if you want a good machine for around uh, your land or something like that, those Tundras are the best. Yeah. We, we actually sold it to my uncle and he's still uh, using it for ice fishing and he changed the electronic box and he hasn't done any maintenance on that sled. So perfect. Other than that, yeah. Yeah. Christy Carson says she's got to run, but she's going to check out your site and your socials. So cool. there you Thank go. You. Yeah. Hope to see you next year on that ladies trip. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, like that's the thing. It's uh, it you're you've got a lot of really cool pictures like this on your social media as well. So yeah. don't uh, don't forget to check her out. So yeah. that's cool. That's me that's trying cool. to do a wheelie. I think I kind of got it up, not fully up, but <laughs> no, that yeah. looks good. I I give you a ten for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not good. fully up. It's like I would love to like hit it on the bumper, but the clutches broke down on uh, my boyfriend's yeah. sled and he's in school. So, yeah. Yeah. If you see well, a short five foot female rider in Sudbury this weekend, give me a wave. You know well, what I'm going to look for for my sled, Christy. If you see us, make sure you flag us down. So, yeah. Christy, thanks for supporting my lean, Greg Kelly says. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. This is this SKS is awesome. Yeah. So you can see still my dad's stickers on the front of his sled. So he guided with that trip. And that was in 2003. So uh, the year he started uh, his business, I was not even a year old on that picture. And yeah, yeah. pretty he, wild. How did he find out? Did he just go for a ride up there one time and went, I'm going to, I have uh, to bring more people up? Do you my know what story is? My dad is just crazy. He always like has those crazy crazy ideas to explore new rivers and go as far as he can and uh he just had always had that adventure side and I guess he kind of gave it to me. So the first yeah. time he did it was with his friends and uh he like they had to bring a lot of gas things like that. So uh now we got it all figured out how many gas we need. And uh, it's just, it's something else. Like you're, you're leaving from where we live in and you're going to James Bay. Like it's, 
it's the ocean. It's you're going all the way up there. And yeah. I would actually love to do trips further up north, but accommodations and restaurants are harder to find. But I yeah. would love to go further up the bay. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It would take a lot of good planning, wouldn't it? Yeah. And like you said, your fuel is the biggest thing, right? You want to make yeah. sure you get everybody up there, you know, yeah. with the fuel that you're bringing up, you know. Yeah. White so tail tape. That's nice. You guys have snow on Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeff Fly Low, did you see what he says? He says, wonderful guest, Gary. Very delightful young lady. <laughs> yeah, and my, my fans are such gentlemen and 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 the best, aren't they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. So I, there's actually another like, river. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I bet your dad still wishes he still had this SKS 700. Oh, I bet he is. Yeah. yeah. He always talks about this lead. Yeah, it's beautiful. Anyway, yeah. sorry, what you were saying about the river? Oh, yeah, there's another river I want to do, but um, I cannot bring any clients. Like, that river would also be nice, and uh, but it, it goes to a different uh, town down along James Bay Coast, and it starts from Hearst, well, uh, west side of Hearst, and, uh, but it just it takes too much gas, and I would need, like, three or four or five gallons per sled, and I can only fit so much on my sleeve, so it would I wouldn't be able to bring any clients. So I'm gonna do it uh, as a personal trip. So it's really hard for gas because there, between Highway 11 and James Bay, there's nothing in between, no man's land. Would you be able to set it up with some, with people that maybe live up there that you could have them uh, come up have the river and yeah, yeah, yeah. It would yeah. be hard, but people from up there they don't really adventure up the river like they do no. a few kilometers but uh yeah it's, do they yeah. think you guys are, do they think you guys are crazy or what sometimes yeah um <laughs> like people when we go down the power line it's like it's more understandable but when we tell them we went down the miss Nibi river um a lot of people are scared of that river because uh, some people died in tender house because of a a portage that wasn't marked on the right side of the river. So there was a few tragedies on that river uh, in the 90s and 80s. But uh, so a lot of people are scared of that river, but it's just beautiful and amazing and has so much history. And I've been traveling on that river since I was young. So we know it pretty well. That's pretty cool. What speeds are you said about making some time when you're on the river? What kind of speeds are you hitting? Um, it ranges from 70 to 115 around. Yeah, there. nice. Perfect. Good clip. So yeah. usually like the people in front, they go like 100 kilometers and the people at the back, 70 to 80. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh -huh. That's my daily uh, commute to my fish up. <laughs> no. I, yeah, to the fish that I rent, going to put some wood in. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. How many huts did you say you had? I only have one. So oh, yeah? Rent. And yeah. Sleep in, did, is, it, is it one of the ones that you bunk in? No? No, no, not yet. I, it's on my, it's, I'm planning to have one that you can sleep in. Um, but nice. we don't have a lot of population in Hearst and like, 
it's not out there yet for people from outside of town to know about it. So I'm mostly renting it to local people. But I would love to get people uh, come high ice fishing up here. Yeah. 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 Well, what, here's a good question. Just speaking of that, uh, just fly low asks, what species yeah. of fish do you fish? We fish uh, walleye, pike, perch. Um, my my hut is on the lake. That's uh, that's where you can fish walleye, pike, perch, and uh, I also like to fish trout. So rainbow and flake trout. They're a challenge catch. It's it's that's another, awesome. Uh, yeah, another adventure to try to catch trout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. And mm -hmm. splake is is a combination between speckled and lake trout, right? I think so. It's they're smaller. Yeah. 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 Is this in the hut? Yeah, no, that's outside of the hut. I still have the wilderness guided tour uh sign up. I I'm waiting for my follower north one. That's <laughs> so awesome. that's really like when I was when I wanting I was wanting to grow my dad's business and then kind of changed around and follow her north turned into a business and cool. Yeah. Very neat. <laughs> oh, that's, that's one of the trip I love doing. So it's on a river, and the river has a lot of like corners, and like you can carve all the way along. And it's oh, such a nice yeah, trip. Too. It's such a wide river. Holy cow! Yeah. Well, um, that's where you there's camps up there, and that's where we like. Uh, that's our stopping point. And then uh, we come back, but uh, we actually ride on a smaller river to get there. And we have only like 10 kilometers to do on that big river. But like, if you say that's a big river, like wait until you see the Moose River down uh, in James Bay, where we go to Moosini. It's like two or three times wider than that. Yeah, right on. Yeah. And that's the thing. It would be cool to be flying along there at 100 and just watching the, the scenery go by do you have to be worried about pressure cracks or any ripples yeah. or yeah well more not on our rivers up here but more when you hit that closer to the bay because there are some tides and uh some of the dams that flow into the moose river um they open up during the winter so they break the ice and uh um they create ice sticks and pressure cracks with the tides and yeah. Yeah, no, so, I guess so, right? Like, That's one thing. Now, now, do you guys know about those hazards before you go? Like, are you, or are you be you just kind of being cautious every time you go up? We are cautious every time we go out. So there's actually this, this thing called air pockets uh, when you ride the, down a rapid on your sled. Um, sometimes it's just full of snow, no ice in, under it. So the the first track that goes, the first sled that goes through it, the snow will drop behind it and it will be open water. So you, when we're hitting a rapid, you just need to ride really far back so that you can see those air pockets and just ride around it. And around it, it's ice. So it's really like hot spots on the river. Right, right. But, yeah. uh, you just always need to be aware and it really depends. Like if you can see at the back in this picture, there was no rapids and it's like solid ice all over it. So it's really stretches. It's like stretch of really nice ice where you can speed up and uh, enjoy. 
And then there's some spots where you hit the rapid and you have like two kilometers that you have to watch out and then they're still good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and do you tell the, the guests, like when you come up to this and go, okay, we have, you know, 10 miles of really, really nice ride and high speed, but don't go past like, you know, the, the dead tree laying down there because that's the rapids or whatever. Like, do you, do you, is that how you warn the people? Um, well, it's, we kind of like, yeah, when we get on the river, we tell them like, we'll hit that, we'll hit this. But um, we always have a guide in front and uh, the guide, like the clients don't go past the guide because it, for that reason, if you get into a rapid and you're not on the side or you're in the middle of it, it's it can be dangerous. And when we get to a rapid, uh, you don't break out of the trail. You follow the track of the guide uh, unless, unless there is an air pocket. So you follow the trail, we go slower. And uh, then if you, after we're done with the rapids, you can do your own trail. Um, right on. When, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. When we're in the rapids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like anything, right? You got to take it. You got to take safety first. Yeah. Yeah. You for know? sure. Thunderhouse that's, Falls. Yeah. That's a warning that they put up in the uh, 90s because a few people died in Thunderhouse because uh, the government had the map and the portage was wrote was uh was on the map on the right wrong side of the river and Oops. people were getting swept by the current and like going down the canyon and a lot of people died yeah wow well then yeah. that's a summertime thing not a winter thing yeah right? no, no, no. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, in the winter we take uh the portage trail that's closer that's like the furthest it's longer but it's just it's safer and you're sure that the ice is still safe I still have to blow my nose, so give me a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's a, that's being a northern girl, right? <laughs> I, I, the more I hear about these remote um, adventures, you know, like this and Kane's Quest, and you, you, the more I want to do it, you know, like just the just the raw, like this picture is sums it up right here, you know, like yeah. the, the fire and um, like, do you make time for that, for the shore lunches and the, and yeah, the, we try to yeah. make fire and I bring hot chocolate, tea, coffee, and cool. uh, just enjoy the view, have lunch. And like, that's one of the first trip I did on my own with my friends. And I was like, you can see it's all boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was the only girl there and nobody knew where they were going and I was bringing them to Thunder House and they kind of didn't trust me until we made it there and uh, I had my ZR and they were all laughing about me and me because I had my ZR and there was only a Summit 800 with me at the front. <laughs> so I kind of was proud uh, to make it up there and uh, we had a breakdown and I was able to manage it and yeah yeah that's awesome no that's said uh, where's the wood coming from is that there already or you guys cut that no, like so a lot of people a lot of people do day trips local people they do day trips to tender house um and uh, they cut wood for firewood and sometimes canoers from the summer they have cut wood nice um, the lookout because it's the it's kind of the campground there 
for in December for, can you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. So that's uh we have a group of girls riding every Thursday night uh, in hers. Awesome. Yeah. I don't go on many rides because like I said, I don't ride a lot of the trails and Thursday nights are really busy for me. But I'm just like so proud of these women and like going out every Thursday night, uh, riding uh, alone and uh, without their boyfriends and doing it and crushing it. So I just wanted to put that picture and say like, continue, ladies. I want to see more of that. <laughs> that that's insane how how many ladies you have in that shot. Like that's a that's a like a a fundraising group ride right there. I'm telling you. And yeah. this is your weekly outing. Uh, well, they try to hit at least 10 girls a week, I think. Yeah. Sometimes some uh, are nurse, so they work on shifts and they cannot go for that week. But uh, they always have a nice little group. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh -huh. Good job. You're, you're killing it. You're really oh killing it. Thanks. <laughs> Again, I just, this, I have to tell that story. It's so... My dad was working all day, and then when he came home, I just, I was begging him, like, I want to go for a snowmobile ride, and, like, all night. So he decided, okay, sure, we'll go. And we just went in the bush behind our house, and uh, we went to turn to a lake. There was tracks, a snowmobile tracks, and there was timberjack tracks. So my father was kind of curious, uh, what happened? Why is there a timberjack in here, and... So we went all the way to the lake and the timberjack had uh, actually gone there because the snowmobile had uh, went through the ice and the timberjack got there to take it out. And so we arrived there and we turned around on the side of the lake and the ice was still not safe. So our end of the snowmobile got into the water and I was not big and strong enough to help him pull the skis and I was pressing on the gas, but like, it's an expedition. They are heavy. <laughs> so uh, we actually got stuck there and had to walk and three feet of snow. And uh, yeah, was a pretty long walk. <laughs> and it's just like many of those adventures made me stronger. And now when something like this happened, it's nothing. <laughs> it's yeah, that's just the usual. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Is this a, a lake or is this a river that we're looking at here? That's a lake. Uh, that's the lake I live on. And that's the lake uh, my bed and breakfast is on too. Nice. Yeah. So we have five lakes in Hearst. Uh, it's a chain of lakes. And uh, yeah, my bed and breakfast was the general store of the small village here. Lac Saint-Therese. That's cool. And so is there a general store anymore? Or are you still going to sell some? No. No, I won't. It doesn't fit with my lifestyle. I'm always on the go and I'm not sitting down in the store waiting for clients to come in. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, it's not working uh, with my lifestyle. But um, I want to honor the general store by having people stay here and say that they've stayed in an old general store. Yeah. 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 Like my, my welcoming counter is the uh, old counter that was in the store. And uh, so it's pretty Very cool. Yeah, it's dated 1947. So yeah. and my great great grandpa built the place. So like when I bought this place in August, all the outside was like fairly renovated. And we've been in renovations uh, 
from August till now, and we're almost done. <laughs> wow. So all the inside is now redone, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's neat that it's got an old counter in it, right? Yeah. Very it's cool. Yeah, a really cool piece that I absolutely want to keep. And... Yeah, neato. Uh-huh. You'll have to shoot us some pictures when you when you get done showing the lakes. And I, I didn't realize it backed onto the lakes. It looked like it was downtown when you when you see that picture. But if you've got a lakefront property, that's really cool. Yeah. So uh well my my property is not like on the lake. The lake is just two two hundred meters oh, down there. Yeah. I got you. There, no, yeah, but my, my parents' uh, house are is on the lake. Oh yeah. cool. So here you can see my freestyle 550. That's uh, the freestyle. And that's a trip we did to Tender House and Hell's Gate. I was yeah. maybe 12, 13 on that picture. Yeah. And your dad's got you hauling the cooler. <laughs> yeah. yeah lunch. <laughs> what do you yeah. take? Like, do you take, do you take land lunch and stuff for, uh, with you guys on the sleds? What does it? What does a land lunch? No, mean? your lunch. The, like your to have fi to to have a fire and cook lunch on it. Is that? What oh well, we it? just like bring sandwich and thermos with hot chocolate and granola oh, bars. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> we can heat up our sandwich on the fire. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's our sleighs. So you can see the gas we're hauling, and uh, there are the two five gallons that's trapped on our snowmobile is our gas and all the gas on the sleighs is clients gas. Oh, that's neat. So you've got the premium in your cans and the and you got the 87 and all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we only have the premium to go down and then uh, we run on regular. So Yeah, wow. That's cool. So you've got how many cans on there? One, two, three, four, five. It looks like eight. 10 on each sleigh. Eight. I think eight? eight of these ones. Yeah. Yeah. But, wow. um, I bought a new sleigh this year and I can fit more. And if you take the tall five gallons, you can fit way more. Yeah. Sweet. Uh huh. And the price of the fuel goes up the further you go north, as far as, yeah, when, as the, well. when you got to put that in, in your, your client's sled, it's yeah. like, Oh, did I say that was $50 of the fuel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I meant to say 75. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, my uh, club. So I'm the secretary of our snowmobile club in Hearst. And uh, that's our amazing volunteers that are dedicated to our trails. And I think we have the best snowmobile trails uh, up north. Like everybody goes to Cochrane to ride, but there's so many traffic that they cannot keep up with the trail. But in Hearst, we can absolutely uh, keep up and we would like to see more people coming up in Hearst. Yeah, yeah. We work so hard and we want more people to be able to enjoy our trails. It's uh, We have such an amazing group of volunteers. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Love it. Look at the patches to the left there. That's really neat. <laughs> yeah. All the little banners. Hanging on the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I think these are rotary. I don't think yeah. they're the club. Yeah. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's um. So like there, you can see how the rivers are in March. So it's yeah. uh, like thrust, so you can speed really fast. Oh <laughs> yeah, studs, fast yeah. track studs would be at yeah. home on that stuff. That's great. Yeah, it's really yeah. nice, and it doesn't take a lot of gas. Like sometimes, yeah. um. 
the year, my first year, I went to, oh my God, I have to blow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> We're not trying to do a podcast here or anything, you know, like it. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, no. I just started my cold last night and I was like, great. I have a podcast tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always the case. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what I was saying is like the first year when I was 13, I did my first uh, Muslim trip. The conditions were like that. So um, it was with my dad's friends and they all had bigger machine and I had my Freestyle 550. And we were almost there, like 15 miles from Musini. And everybody started passing me. And I think my ego uh, got in the way. And I just wanted to keep up. So I give my sled uh, more gas and the engine blew. Wow. 15 miles from Musini. So that my father had to tow me. <laughs> and I had to come back uh, on the... I didn't come back on the train. I came back on the winter road and that's another adventure <laughs> like uh, wow. a long ride yeah uh -huh. oh no so is this a typical group or is this just you your friends that that's a trip we did with friends um when i was younger um it's a trip to dubreville so um do you are, you know saying Dubre are you saying dubreville yeah 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 we had pat yeah, dubre on we had yeah, pat yeah. Dubre yeah. Great yeah, guy. we stay at the Magpie uh, for those trips. Um, we do trips yet to Dubreville, all backcountry and on the lakes and then bush roads. And this is like trips with friends are just amazing and always uh, adventures to tell, memories at the hotel, late nights. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I have sent so many pictures. Like we don't have to we're, go through. No, that's <laughs> fine. We can go through them faster too. Um, yeah. Do, yeah it's, where's your sled dealer? Like where do you? Where's your closest snowmobile dealers? Oh, right in town. We have three snowmobile dealers. We have uh, Polaris and uh, BRP and Arctic Cat right in town. Oh, perfect. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah like, our, is Hearst pretty big or is it a fairly uh, small? thousand. Oh, okay. that's well, decent there you yeah, go but uh, our power sports economy is is crazy and like we live uh, from the outdoors so like yeah. the tree dealers are doing great in town <laughs> oh i bet i bet yeah, yeah that's cool but i just want to say something about the uh, other picture that's okay. we have a tradition me and my father every year on may 1st we have to take the sleds out and cross the lake <laughs> on may 1st nice yeah and then two weeks after, the ice is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's hunting my snowmobile. It goes really well. You can go fast everywhere and find tracks. Nice. Yeah. What What do you hunt? Moose. Moose? Sweet. Yeah. Have you gotten any? Yeah. I got my first one when I was 15 with my father. Yeah. Sweet. A bull or a... Yeah, a yeah. bull for uh, my first one with my father and a cow last year with uh, my sister. We were alone. and Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, still, oh, that's the traditional... That's no, it's, uh, it's a different one. It's the traditional picture in Tender House. My parents have a bunch of these from like in the uh, 90s. 
and I wanted to have a bunch of these with my boyfriend. Yeah. Cool. That's um, awesome. With his already Yeah. <laughs> everybody that goes to Tender House has to get this traditional picture. It's just. Yeah. That's beautiful shot though, man. How nice is that? Oh, that's Tozer's camp. Oh, that can one That's where we stay. So Oh, is it that's really nice. Satellite dishes. Oh, it's so, amazing. Yeah. So you can see like the far uh oh you cannot see my mouse. <laughs> yeah, this one there. Yeah. That's the game room. And cool. then if you move in the middle, okay, more, I go, more. I can't go, more. I can't go. Past, oh, okay, you cannot go. I can't okay, go well, past the renegade. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you can see. Um, there's three doors, the three red doors. So in the middle, it's kind of like the dining room. There's couches, the kitchen in there. And then you have the two aisles where there's four bedrooms each side with like bunk beds in there. And that's where we sleep. Yeah. To the front of your, your, the front of your blue sled there, is that one of the cabins that's to the left? Oh, that's the owner's cabin. Yeah. Is it? Nice. Yeah. Man, that's a that's a pretty sweet resort. I'm telling you, that's really yeah. nice. Oh, somebody said, yeah, new windshield in hers couple of years ago. Excellent service. Yeah, that's I'm glad to hear. Yeah, our dealers are really great to accommodate clients and people from outside of town. We also have them on speed dial when somebody needs a a belt or something. That's good. So you can get after hour service for your guests as you need to. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> There's a famous companion hotel, and it looks like they have a snowmobile yeah. happening. That's awesome. Yeah, me and my father last year we organized the uh, vintage snowmobile show, and this year we did the Her Snowfest, and we got the 120 sleds out doing a rally this year. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. We want the we want to do the Snowfest uh, annual thing and uh, get more people come up and ride. Yeah, that looked like a great turnout. Yeah, that was in March, so uh, like it was sad that the parking lot was on the spot, but uh, yeah, yeah, the trails were still in really good riding condition. We did the uh, maybe ten kilometers, <laughs> not too far with the old sleds. Yeah, yeah. What do you have for a vintage sled? Oh, I don't have one. We took my grandpa's old bear cap, <laughs> but uh, oh, we just like to organize the. Um, Organize activities for sledders. We're just, it's something we can do for our community. And uh, we like sledding so much that it's nice to organize those kinds of events. Yeah. And here's yeah. the show display at the Toronto show. Yeah, that's our setup uh, to put hearse on the map and get more people up north. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And there's the, there's the sleigh. Follow yeah. her north. That's yeah. great. Like, I love uh, that. I can't believe I didn't see that. Yeah, we were like, uh, there was a big Arctic Cat dealer right in front of us. Uh, oh, yeah. and ACS was right beside you. You're right near the the bar area. Yep, yep. Yeah, the food court and the and the beer area for sure. Yeah. 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 Wow. Was, yeah. So I heard. So somebody <laughs> told me anyway. You know, yeah. but yeah, that's very cool. Uh-huh. I love my experience at the snowmobile show. Oh. Oh, so people are so friendly and nice. Yeah. Right? That's my setup for my long hair. Um, I actually had to cut a hole in my balaclava to take my hair, my ponytail out. 
So yeah. if there's some ladies or wife listening, uh, that's the trick. That's the way to go. No more hair tucked in your suit. <laughs> so, yeah. It's the way to go and ride. I usually braid my hair because they get all uh, tangled. <laughs> yeah. I love the picture I used on the thumbnail. It shows you looking back with your braid hanging down. Yeah. I think that's such a great <laughs> photo. Yeah. Yeah. That's an yeah. OFAC ride we did uh, with all the Cordons Nord uh, clubs and... Uh, yeah, cool. we got to meet all the volunteers from the club. Right on. That's another picture of one of the bridge, one of the projects as a club that we work on. Yeah, <laughs> so do you, volu you, members, you volunteer yeah. too? Like, do you volunteer yourself as far as a club? Yeah, I'm the, secretary. I'm the secretary of our Snowmobile Club in Hearst, yeah. Nice, that's great. I love how you guys all get the same with Pat. Like you guys all get ingrained in the whole um, society of it, right? Yeah. Like it's pretty cool. Great photo. We're gonna do one of these this weekend, guys. Make yeah. sure you write it on the list. So you can see Neil there, the the turd from the. Oh yeah, yeah. he is. He is a turd from the left. Yeah. <laughs> so <with> the <laughs> yeah, from the right. I mean, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, Neil's a great guy. I, yeah, I think he's yeah. riding this weekend. He was, he's guiding somewhere, so he couldn't be on the show tonight. Yeah, he's actually guiding in Hearst. They're back in Hearst this weekend. That's They're, right. It was, yeah, yeah, it was Hearst. Actually, I think, or, yeah. I was supposed to go see them, but I think I will run out of time. <laughs> oh, you yeah. still can. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you out of here. <laughs> no, no, not tonight. Another night. That's okay. Yeah, no, no problem. I'm just like so busy. <laughs> make, make sure Neil is behaving himself. I'm gonna see him this weekend. He's coming on the lodge session. So okay, he's, cool. he's busy. He's a busy guy this week. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's uh all the sleds at the marina last uh last weekend. You know, yeah, I don't remember uh, a few weekends ago for our yeah. snowmobile show. There was a lot of sleds there and uh, 120th inscription. And I did the wheelie competition, well, a snowmobile yeah. show. So I had a few of my friends that compete against each other and do uh, some skills on their sleds. And uh, the crowd was voting uh, for the winner. It was nice. It did a nice show. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mark Bo says, great guest tonight. He says, guest is awesome. Great show tonight. Good night. He's got to yeah, check out. <laughs> yeah. There's another good yeah. shot. Yeah. So that's was with my dad's uh, 7600. I was trying to do like my friends. <laughs> yeah. You're doing a good yeah. job there. It's lifting yeah. right up. Yeah. Who says you can't pull wheelies on a 600? Here's a slush yeah. fest. Yeah. And it's actually like if you get through that slush, it's open water. So. My dad uh, does his this thing uh, when we get to a safe spot. Well, safe. When we go to a spot that's not too deep, he makes me practice on open water so that if I run into a hard situation, I'm able to do it and cross. Yeah. Yeah, you need to know those skills, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the last thing you want to do is not know what to expect when you're out there. Yeah. Very smart. So yeah. now I'm – like, I cannot do a – open water as much as he does he does like 
open water back and forth, but um, I'm comfortable crossing a river if it's open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah those for are sure. Like the, those are like the pressure cracks. Um, uh, they're huge. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that right? was on my first trip. A few uh, few hours before I blew my sled. <laughs> blew oh no. <laughs> Yeah. On, on that slide, you blew the freestyle. Yeah. Did yeah, the fan did. belt blow, blow on it? Like the we had one that was a fan, and the fan belt went on it, and it it no, caused it, just it to blow. Yeah, oh, it just no. yeah, yeah. I was trying to keep up with uh, my dad's friend, and oh, that yeah. might do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think the five fifties were as good as the three eighties were for no. reliability. Yeah. You know? no. Oh, that's you all the photos it. there. Cool. That's cool. But. Uh, yeah. No, that's uh, very cool. I love I love seeing those shots, and I thought I seen more fishing and stuff. But I that might have been on your that must have been on your Instagram. Yeah, you I have a lot massive, of fishing stuff. Massive yeah. pepper walleye pulling yeah. out of the lake there, right? Yeah. So in the summer, I fish a lot of the on the rivers. It's nice. There's always a waterfall behind, but like behind you, or so cool. I really like right the, the You fish right from the shore. From the shore, we fish uh, from our freighter canoes. So, like, when we go down the, to James Bay, they all ride big freighter canoes. So, it has a motor behind, and it's, like, perfect to travel on the rivers. Um, yeah. So, there's a few pictures uh, with me with my freighter canoe on my Instagram. Yeah, and for sure. That's pretty cool. That's how we travel and fish from there. Yeah. Yeah. Gooley says, great show. He's going to check out your tour. See you guys all this weekend. Just Fly Low's got to run too. He says, great show. Good night, everyone. Uh, great photos, Rob the Oil Guy says. Great show, Gary. Bobby O says. And thank you, Mylene. So jealous of the trip, boys. Hopefully next year you'll get Gary in the UP. Ride safe. Can't Cannot wait to hear the stories. And Wisco says, see you goofballs Thursday. <laughs> Rob Overholt says, great show and great guests. Uh, Greg Kelly says, I got to feed the chickens this morning. Got to go. <laughs> all the best, Mylene. Great show, Gary. See y'all late Thursday. And uh, yeah, so there we go. That's pretty cool. Wisco's Whoa. working on a trip for next year, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's going to be so good. We'll be going to Mylene's next year for the tour. Yeah, everybody, right? you're welcome to come in the yeah. north. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. But no, we're excited. So don't forget to check out Mylene on followhernorth.com. Also follow her north on social media. Instagram's really cool. Um, and uh, Facebook, there's got lots of pictures there. And and reach out and contact. And don't be afraid to ask questions, right? La, yeah, La Point, I'm here for that. Yeah. LaPointe Skidoo's 800R says, this young lady is so knowledgeable. What a great show. She knows how to talk about snowmobiling. Love it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I grew up doing that, and that's why I had the guy friends. Like, that's yeah. my kind of conversation, and I don't know anything about makeup, so don't ask me. But snowmobiling, anytime. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know what? Um, Pro Polaris Rob, awesome, Marlene. I love your energy, and he gives you a thumbs up. Awesome show. See you Thursday, Corey Brock says. Uh, Wisco says, reminds my wife probably why I married at Sled Chick yeah. 96. <laughs> He said you reminded of him of his wife earlier too. So that's I'll pretty take her cool. out. Sled yeah. chick ninety six. I'll write yeah. that down. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> Wisco says, "Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's a 
been a great show. I enjoyed having you on. And Neil said that you got to get you on. It's you, you'll be able to talk for hours. And he wasn't, <laughs> he didn't steer me wrong. I'm so happy that he yeah. made us connect and, and yeah. uh, it's, it's been a thank wonderful you. show. No, yeah. no, thank you. But uh, do thank you have you. anything else to say? Any, what's that? It was my first podcast experience and what better than snowmobiling, talking snowmobiling. Like, I know, thank you so it? much. No, no problem. I'm glad you came on and, and uh, we will be chatting or our paths yeah. across again. I know for sure. And if you have any updates, like when you get promotional yeah. stuff from your bread and breakfast, make sure you send it my way and uh, I can put it out there for people and away we go. But uh, yeah, Renegade X is awesome. Guest Marlene, see you guys at the lodge on Friday. So yeah, nice. so, wishing you week. guys a nice weekend and yeah, it's going to be good. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. I if I actually forgot Renegade X and and uh, Pro Polaris were coming on coming to the show. Well, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. going to be crazy. So yeah, so no, that's cool. awesome. I will uh, I will let you go. Get back to yeah. doing what you do best and have a good ride tomorrow and have a great future trip and give neil a big hug for me will you but don't get him don't give him your cold though we <laughs> yeah him, I won't. <laughs> we don't want him bringing that crap around no but, uh, i no. don't know what happened i had a big weekend and energy <laughs> down i don't know i don't have time to get sick i need to go right <laughs> yeah that's right sled yeah. sled underscore chick 96 says well my own husband can't get my new username right how rude <laughs> yeah i love it she's gonna be a handful i think on the on the weekend so there it is there you can write that one down yes yeah, yeah. like, i'll check her out right now yeah that's cool no that's great thank you again mylene and and have a have an awesome season to finish it off and ride safe okay yeah thanks you too no thank problem. you everybody for all the support thank you It's a journey for life and I'm your